0: And she asked me nanaichi am i a pig and i was like what where did you get that of course you're not a pig you're my baby and she started telling me about other people calling her pig and fat and i was like no don't listen to them you are not a pig Welcome to Chillin' with Cherry podcast. I am your host, Cherry, a full-time mom and a youth pastor. Come join me every week as I talk about life, ministry, relationship, motherhood, and arts. You are listening to episode 3 of Chillin' with Cherry podcast. And today, I will be talking about the things I have learned and realized ever since I became a mother. Hey guys, it's me, Cherry, and welcome to another episode of Chillin' with Cherry. First of all, let me greet all our mama listeners out there a happy, happy Mother's Day. I know being a mom is such a difficult and most of the time, thankless job, but you mommies are awesome in so many levels, and I appreciate you for all that you do to your family. Being a nana is such a noble calling. Do you agree? Today's episode is really special to my heart because I will be sharing to you all my personal learnings and realizations from being a mother if you're a mom like me I am sure you would relate to all the things I'm going to talk about today if you are not a mom I am sure you are someone else's son and daughter and I do hope and pray that through this episode you will learn to appreciate your mommy or your nanay even more As most of you guys know, I am a mom of a four-year-old girl. Her name is Kashmir Eliana, and we call her Cash for short. When I realized I was pregnant to Cash, it was just the most amazing thing ever. I was so happy and excited. I feel like it's a miracle. I couldn't believe a baby's inside my tummy. I think that's just magical. From the moment I realized I was prego to the time I was inside the operating room, everything was just amazing i was scared i had my mood swings my neck was dark yeah my nose grew bigger i was swelling all over my body but i have never felt so beautiful so awesome and so amazing about myself so i am very excited today to share to you the things i have learned from this roller coaster ride called motherhood Let me start with number one. No, my life didn't end when I have cash. During my pregnancy, people would laugh and say things like, Enjoy your freedom, Cherry, while you can. Or, Kiss your life goodbye, Cher," Or, Get ready for no sleep ever again. There were even some people who told me, Cherry, we might never be able to see you again because you're gonna be busy being a mom. But one thing I have realized, my life began when I have cash. It's just amazing how it changed the way I view life, the way I view myself, how it changed me and my relationship with Mark. It made me understand the sacrifices my own mother and made me see her decisions before and her way of disciplining us from a mom's perspective. Becoming a mom gave me a brand new identity without losing my real self. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Well, probably what I want to say is I have this new role and a new identity. Okay, Cherry, you are a mother now. This time you're not just a daughter, you're not just a pastor, you're not just a wife or a friend. You are a mom now. And although that means bigger responsibilities, lesser gimmicks, lesser time to hang out with friends, you have this feeling of joy inside you. You are okay with it. You are at peace with your new normal as a mother. Number two, a C-section does not make you less of a mother. I think there is a significant percentage of mothers in our society who tend to brag about experiencing the pain of real labor. Ah, naglabor ako, 18 hours, umiri ako, it was so painful, it was so difficult, etc., etc. I admit that enduring the intense pain caused by giving birth naturally deserves recognition. But in my honest opinion, it does not give you the right to feel superior than those who were hurried to the operation theater or operating room. Irrespective of the delivery method, I think every mother endures pain and hardships during pregnancy, during labor, and the rest of her life for her children. And with that being said, we should all agree that all moms are worth praising. No faction is better just because they gave birth naturally. All mothers should be equally appreciated regardless of their manner of delivery. Number three, not being able to breastfeed your baby doesn't make you a bad mother. Let me repeat that. Not being able to breastfeed your baby doesn't make you a bad mother. Breastfeeding, unfortunately, doesn't work out for everyone for a multitude of reasons. It doesn't make you a bad mother, and it doesn't mean your child will be any less happy. We're all doing our best, and we all need to do what's best for ourselves and for our families. In my case, I stopped breastfeeding cash immediately because of my hyperthyroidism. It was a recurring illness and I needed to take methemazole and then PTU to manage my overactive thyroid during the time. It was so frustrating on my part because I have always planned to breastfeed. I think all moms want to breastfeed because it's cheaper, it's healthier, and it's the best for our baby, right? I actually even bought an electric breast pump to stimulate my milk production, but my health just didn't cooperate at all. To be honest, I felt very frustrated that time. I felt like a bad mother who can give the best for her baby, which is breast milk or liquid gold as we label it i felt guilty and just awful but i realized that's not true maybe just maybe breastfeeding doesn't just work for all mommies out there but does that mean i will never try to breastfeed again in the future no definitely not i will absolutely going to try to breastfeed again if i will be given another child in the future Just because I failed to do it in one instance doesn't mean I will fail again tomorrow. So, let's see what will happen. Number 4. Nothing can take the place of one-on-one time with your children. Finding the space in your day to spend one-on-one time with your child can be very challenging. But according to studies, there are a lot of benefits to a child's development including promoting their social, emotional, cognitive, language, and self-regulation skills when we spend time alone with our children. I may be a stay-at-home or work-from-home mama, but I can be very busy with a lot of works. I have my daily schedules. I have appointments. I need time to do my chores, my sermons, my discipleship materials, my devotionals, and other stuff. But despite my very busy schedule, I always make sure to have some quality time with my baby girl. When I say quality time, it's a time I spend alone with her. No gadgets, no laptops. It's my one-on-one time with Cash where we talk about the things that make her happy, things that make her sad, about the video she's watching online, about her favorite food, about what she wants to be in the future, about other people she's talking to, or even about her poopsie slime, about her Elsie and Anya toys, and... Just about everything. Our one-on-one is not just about talking to. It can be us playing together, watercolor painting together. I would sometimes let her try the things that I am doing, like when I am cooking, for example. I would let her crack the eggs, mix the ingredients, or when I am recording my podcast, I would let her speak on the microphone and let her hear the music and stuff like that. And the amazing thing is. Cash remembers all the activities we did together. Every night before we sleep, we have this conversation episode we call Nina. Nina is her way of saying kanina. Cash doesn't know yet the difference between kanina, last time, and yesterday. For her, those three words are the same. So in our Nina or Kanina conversations, she would say, You know what, Nanechi? Chi? Nina, when we were cooking together, I feel really happy. Let's do it again next time, okay? There was one time when she said, Remember, Nina, Nanay Chi, we were playing Catch the Gift and you can catch it? And I was the winner, right? And she would laugh while telling me her Nina memories and stories. I love that. I love that happy memories like that are embedded in her mind. And I tell you, kids, remember, their memories are so sharp. So, mommies and even daddies who are listening right now, let's fill our children's memory bank with more happy things by spending more quality one-on-ones with them. Number five, love at first sight is real. Well, I was never a fan of love at first sight in the context of romantic relationships. I never actually believed in love at first sight until I became a mother. I couldn't understand how I could love another human that much. Don't get me wrong, I love my husband so much and I would do everything for him. But falling in love with my newborn baby was a different story. From the moment I first saw her in a screen, When ultrasound made her look like a tadpole and then alien, up to the moment my 5 pounds, 12 ounces baby girl was born, man, it was love at first sight. Like crazy head over heels in love. I loved everything about her from the top of her head to the tips of her toes, and she is mine, all mine. I couldn't get enough of that baby smell. It was just the best. Becoming Kashmir's mother has turned my world upside down and for the better. I love her so unconditionally and I would do anything for her. As cheesy as it sounds, Kashmir made me believe in love at first sight. Number six, the real meaning of mom, M-O-M, is master of multitasking. Well, I have always been a multitasker. But being a mom level multitasker means godlike multitasker. It's a whole lot new level. Who would have thought that I can play Barbie dolls and bahay-bahayan with my daughter while I prepare my sermon. Before, I needed my own space and time to do my sermon notes, but ever since I became a mom, it changed. I adjusted Although I would tell my husband to take care of Cash while I do my thing, I just can't resist it when Cash would stare at me with her little poppy eyes. She would even say, please, Nanai Chi, let's go play because I love you. Mommy-level multitasking is a superpower. Yes, Mama, you have a superpower. You are a super mom why because multitasking means we can reply to that email finish listening to a podcast while playing hide and seek with our kids we are super moms with multitasking skills because we can rock our baby to sleep in their duyan with our food while reading on the couch and finally getting a few sips of hot well okay lukewarm coffee we are super moms with multitasking skills because we can take a shower while brainstorming ideas for our next project while also singing baby shark so our child doesn't yell at us yes our kids can be very scary too we are awesome mommies with ultimate multitasking skills because we can apply mascara while catching up with our friend on speakerphone and watching our toddler out of the corner of our eye Hold on one sec, sis. Cash, get down from the table. Stop eating the toilet paper and get your diaper back on. Funny, right? That's what we do. We mommies, we are awesome because we multitask and we are good at it. Number seven, you don't have to compare your parenting style to other people's parenting style. You do it. I did it many times, and I still do it from time to time. We all do, right? We all compare ourselves and our style of parenting to other people, the other mommies. You know when you're in a restaurant, and you see that mom with a well-behaved child? That toddler who is coloring on the paper and not on the table and chair? The one eating the food properly? Meaning eating and drinking the food on her plate? Behaved? Quiet? while her mommy talks to her friends without being disturbed? That mom who makes you feel bad about yourself when you look back at your own table to see your child throwing food on the floor, whining, crying, and repeatedly asking for ice cream or chocolates even though they haven't actually eaten a single thing off their plate? And you think, good lord, I must be doing something wrong. My child is a mess. I can't discipline my own child. Or probably you see a mom giving her new baby a bottle of formula. And instead of feeling bad about yourself as a mom, now for once you feel good. You feel somewhat superior. You feel like you're a better mom because you still are breastfeeding. Oh, look at her. She's feeding her baby with formula. Well, is she not aware that breast milk is best for babies? Well... Whether you think you come out on top or on bottom, we compare ourselves to other moms all the time. We compare how our kids eat, how they sleep, how they behave, how we transport them, whether via baby-wearing or stroller, how we feed them, is it going to be formula or breast milk, and worst of all, we compare ourselves to others. Because all of the things that we see in that child are really just reflections of the parent, right? They are choices the parent made, and we compare our parenting to theirs. I think mommy should stop doing this. We gotta break the habit of being so judgmental and harsh to ourselves. It's not healthy, and it will never make us feel worthy. It will always make us feel less of a mom. And the result? We will end up feeling miserable always remember comparing yourself to others is not part of your job description as moms it takes too much mental energy and results in too many negative emotions it is simply a pattern that you have created and it is one that you can over time change number eight you have to establish your own tradition in your family According to a book I once read, The Book of New Family Traditions, tradition or family ritual is defined as an activity you purposefully repeat together as a family that includes heightened attentiveness and something extra that lifts it above the ordinary activities. Traditions, when done right, lend a certain magic spirit, and texture to our everyday lives, especially for the lives of our children. Family altar is one of the values and cultures we have in our home. We pray together. We read and meditate the Word of God together. And because of that, Cash already got used to it. There was one time when we missed devotion, and Cash talked to us and said, Nanai Chi, we forgot a devotion last night see what happened there our daughter suddenly got curious that we didn't have our devotion that night because she's used to doing it every night remember the saying we gotta start them young i think that's one thing we have to do establishing family traditions in the family has so many benefits it provides a source of identity to our children it strengthens our relationship with one another. It gives sense of security to our children because they see that the family they belong to is strong and well bonded. Family traditions also teach values and help us create lasting memories that will definitely make our children happier. Number 9. Comparing your kids to other kids is a major no-no. Comparison is the thief of joy, as an old saying goes. This is very true in the world today, especially for our kids. I think we mommies should be okay with the fact that there will always be another child who is more intelligent, more athletic, more talented, more advanced, more obedient than our little ones. Every child is different and they are special in their own way children should be taught to better themselves with each day not to be better than other kids we have to know that comparing our kids to others is never a good idea whether we say it out loud to our kids or whether we just keep it inside us why do you think comparing your kids to other kids is a bad idea well it's because it will cause self-doubt We don't want our children to be left wondering if they can ever be good enough. Our job as mommies or as parents in general is to encourage them at every step they take, not remind them of who else is ahead. I think the best thing for us to do is to just be proud of our children for what and who they are. We gotta give them our love and strive to build a confident person out of them number 10 you should walk your talk you can't tell your kids to be nice to others when you are not nice to others you can't tell them not to say bad words when you yourself say a lot of bad words i can't say cash you need to pray when she's not seeing or hearing me pray you know one thing i have realized toddlers love to scream and most of the time they stop their disturbing noise Parents have often told them, Stop screaming! in a louder voice. Did you just see what happened there? You tried to stop your screaming toddler by screaming back at him. That's just baloney, right? It is no wonder the child yells all the time because that's what he or she sees here from us. Remember, whether you like it or not, children mimic their parents' behavior. You gotta teach them by showing them. And most kids learn from what they see from the people they're surrounded with. I think it is important as mommies or as parents in general to lead by example we are our children's first role models and first teachers and we are laying down their moral spiritual and emotional foundation so we gotta have that sense of integrity that they may see in us the things we are trying to teach them number 11 be careful with your choice of words this means you have to be careful with how you call or describe your kids and this goes to those people surrounding your kids as well my daughter is chubby and she's always been called camera pig by my cousins for them it was just a harmless joke they thought it was funny but one day my daughter talked to me because we have those one-on-one talks especially before she takes her nap in the afternoon and she asked me "Nanachi, chi am i a pig And I was like, what? Where did you get that? Of course you're not a pig. You're my baby. And she started telling me about other people calling her pig and fat. And I was like, no, don't listen to them. You are not a pig. See what happens when you carelessly throw words to a child? Their thoughts about themselves become twisted. They identify themselves to every word you say to them. So you need to be really careful with your choice of words. And not just choice of words, but also with the tone of your voice or how you deliver your message to them. I am very careful with this one, because I always have the tendency to shout, even when I'm just talking to Mark. And Cash would ask, Are you fighting? Or whenever I would tell her, Cash, please don't do that. And she'd be like, Are you mad, Nanechi?" So my takeaway from this is, We mommies need to be really careful, Not just with words, But with how we say them. Saying something is one thing, But how you say it is another thing, And they're equally important. Being a mom can be very stressful, And it can be very scary, right? Raising a kid is such a huge responsibility, and it's not just something that you do one day or one year. It is something you should be committed to do for the rest of your life. Motherhood, from my realization, is not just an experience or a responsibility. It is a learning process. You learn things about life, about love, about yourself, and about God. I really praise Jesus for entrusting me with the life of cash. We mothers, we are stewards of our children, of our family. We are a glue that holds the family all together. So mommies, give yourself a tap on the shoulder. You are awesome. You are beautiful, and you are amazing. Let me just go ahead and pray for our mommies out there. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for the gift, of our mothers, through whom you give us life and through whom we experience love. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray and will lift up all mothers today in your name. Motherhood is a beautiful journey, caring and nurturing a life from God and seeing it grow into a part of humanity. We pray that mothers today everywhere do take a moment to think of this beautiful and gracious gift from God in their livelihood. We thank our mothers, giving thanks for all the pain, suffering, and commitment in raising us as children. We thank them for the sacrifice of their time, pleasures, and interests to give us a life of contentment. Heavenly Father, we pray that they are highly favored, and in your heart of grace, they have a wonderful place in existence. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless everyone and have a great day to you all. Bye! You have just listened to the Chillin' with Cherry podcast with your host, Cherry. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. Bye!